Thanks for tuning in to the Out of the Loop podcast, where we have two familiars. My name is Rodney, and I'm co-host here with Shane, podcast people. There we go. And we continue our journey through Game of Thrones, starting season three, episode one, and telling the unfamiliar but becoming familiar. <laughs> Why are you leaning wave? Oh, Matt. Luke! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. That was had, worth it. Hadn't been that loud. That was worth it. That was good. I, I get it. I appreciate that very, very much. I didn't want to be that close to the mic. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be deaf right now. Yeah. Um, so we went through season one and two, great, yep, yep, great yep, development yeah. stories, uh-huh, characters, uh-huh. people dying and <laughs> people dying. Gotta love it. Right. It's part of life. What is some of the True. things you remember from season two? Uh, whoa. Whole season, season as a whole. I just Jesus. Want, just little bits and pieces. So kind of wh- where everybody's at right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we recently had the battle of Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Which featured uh, amazing, yeah. Which featured amazing. Um, so amazing on, on and one, awesome. On one side was King Joffrey. No, fucker. Oh, King Fucker. There we go. <laughs> also known as Joffrey, <laughs> aka Joff. Um, and his uh, his hand Tyrion. And on the other side, it was uh, Stannis. Right. And his his hand, Davos. Um, Stannis is uh, the what the 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 warrior of the light. Is that what he is? Warrior of light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Lannisters came out victorious because they partnered up with the yes because uh, Tyrell Tywin showed up and Lord Tyrell showed up. The Knight of Flowers, that is. Um, now Tyrion is potentially in grave danger because he is no longer the Hand. Mm-hmm. The Hand is Tywin. Um, I don't know how you make it to where your grandfather is your right-hand man, but <laughs> Joffrey did it. Um, Cersei, it seems like she wants Tyrion dead. Right. I mean, she's the one that asked for him to be killed. Right? During the battle, right. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's going on in King's Landing. Okay. Going on with Rob? Oh, also in King's Landing, Sansa is, you know, stuck. Oh, she's right, yeah. just stuck there. Oh, but Joffrey doesn't want to marry her anymore. Correct. He voided his betrothal, um, which costs like 500 bucks at the <laughs> local <laughs> local uh, justice of, of, of the peace. Um uh, what did you say? Rob? Yeah, what's Rob doing? Wait, who is he marrying now? Who is... Joffrey. Joffrey is now marrying the Knight of Flowers' sister. Marjorie. 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 Yeah. Marjorie. Yes. <laughs> Maggie. Um, is that what... I think so. Wow. That's weird. Or maybe it's just Margaret. Margaret's Margie. Peggy. Margie. 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 That's what I What's think. Peggy? Margaret. That's Is it? See, that's weird. Mm. Wow. That makes no sense. Um, I so, thought that was short for Pegasus. 
Ah, uh, yes. No? I'm going to name my child For Pegasus. all those girls Pegasus. in the 1950s that were named Pegasus, which led us to have so many Peggies in the world. Um, Peggy Bundy? Pegasus Bundy to you. You don't know her like that. All right, so Rob, he married someone? Yeah, Rob's married to Talise. Right. Talisa. What did his mom do? Uh, let Jamie go. All right. And so he arrested her ass. Who, who did he go with? Jamie Jaime Lannister is with uh, Brienne of Tarth. Right. Okay. Um, so is Tarth a place or is her last name of Tarth? <laughs> Tarth is a place. House okay. Tarth? House of... I don't know. Yeah, it's a good it's question. A place. It's okay. an island, I believe. It's a good okay. question. Probably The a Sapphire place. Islands. Probably a place. Okay. Um, going on with Daenerys. Oh, man. So much. So she lost her husband, mm-hmm. gained some dragons. Equal trade? A, goes to a... I mean, yeah. Net positive. That's fine. <laughs> Technically, yes. Three dragons. Yeah. I mean, that's more than, than one man. <clears throat> that's more than one Aquaman. Um, then... She goes to this weird place where there's a thirteen board of directors, really. <laughs> um, they're like, "No, she can't come in." And then, and then Triple X is like, "I vouch for her; she can come in." And all Triple X was trying to do was get into her pants, really. Um, uh, I think you just wanted her dragons. Pretty nah, sure. yeah, that's like the ultimate. You rich, wanted to marry her. Yeah, but remember he said he, he married for love once and she was taken away from him, so now this is just Yeah, he's not looking well. political and Okay. <clears throat> Fine. Trying to get into her dragon's pants. There you go. <laughs> um uh, then uh the uh guy from the Hills Have Eyes took the dragons, triple X um was declared the I don't know King you know, of Karth. The King of Karth. I was going to say the president of Qatar <laughs> would have been a very wrong statement. <laughs> so he's the king of Karth. He's he, he's he's Karth Brooks. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's good. And uh, then she was like, I need my dragons back. So she went to um, the House of the Undying. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, got her dragons back. And then she... Went into Triple How Daenerys X's. got her dragons back. The sequel to How Stella got her groove back. Yes. Yeah. How to train all of your dragons. Four. <laughs> um, and then uh, she threw Triple X in his empty vault because he said he was the richest man in Karth. That was a goddamn lie. With? With his uh, wench. Yep. Right? Her former handmaid. Yep. Her, former, her yeah. former handmaid. Yes. So now... She has her dragons, and she has all of the gold on display in Karth, and they're going to sell it for ships, right. because she is bringing a motherfucking war Yes, to the um, throne. What is going on across the wall? Oh, White Walkers are here. They have Puma face. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something for you. Okay. Uh, so White Walkers have arrived. I'm pretty sure Sam Wells about to die because. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we talk about White Walkers, we're gonna bring that up. There they are. Yep. <laughs> the weird hair on their body. Um. Uh. Jon Snow had to kill. Um. 
corny hand grenade. <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. The red X to Mr. Mr. Hash Brown. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now he is getting in real tight with the wildlings. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he might be uh, Mance Raider's favorite guy right now. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything going on. I mean, White Walkers. Yeah. Samwell's going to die. And Jon Snow is a traitor? Kind of? Right. Sort of? Double agent. Double agent. Yes. That's yeah. good. That's good. I think that's majority of everyone. Arya. Oh. You're yeah. forgetting one of the most yes, uh, interesting characters. So she has had quite the road uh, since the end of season one. She has gone from, I mean, she's going from, from dancing on the ceiling with Lionel Richie himself <laughs> to now potentially be on her way to learn the art of the faceless man, which was uh, told to her by the one and only Jack in a car. <laughs> um, and there's a lot going on. She she has a list of people that she wants dead. Uh, I, I hate to enter... In- Interrupt. interrupt interrupt but that's the um, word yeah i need to go um i'm no longer part of the podcast so i'll, I'll see you later uh-oh <laughs> I feel like oh man he's gonna come out here dressed like a what white the walker. fuck i don't know he didn't even is this our last episode shane's just leaving now <laughs> <laughs> who are you i am no one you're no one? Shane What's is, your last name? Shane is dead. Shane is, yeah, okay. I'm his replacement. This needs to go on the Instagram. <laughs> yes. we got to do a before and the after. The second this episode goes up, <laughs> Shane has learned the art Can of the... Can you put the, a picture on... On Instagram? Yeah, that's no, what's No, on the... <laughs> on the... Um, on the episode? On like Spotify or something, a picture for the episode? Mm, probably. I mean, you can. It's, it's going to replace the logo for yeah. that one. We shouldn't do that. Oh, but that's like so. You click, you click on the actual show, and just it's got, for that episode. Yeah, right. you can change it for that episode. It's pretty nice. I've oh, seen okay. it for other shows. Okay, I'll try. Cool. Okay. So Shane has learned the art of the of the faceless man. I am a faceless man. Yes, it has uh, given him a comically large nose. Which... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta warn us about that. Oh man. He basically looks like a cross between Mr. Potato Head and, and Mario. Bobby Valentine, when he was uh, kicked out of the game, but yeah, he came back. Only you and I are with a, yeah, yeah, fake mustache. Yeah, that's um, awesome. That's a for all you two thousand uh, baseball fans out there. That's for you. All right, I think so, we're caught up. Yeah, yeah. Season right. three, episode one. Season three, episode one. What's it called? Uh, Valar Doha. Harris? Oh, God. We got a good yeah. another one? No, I didn't want to waste time. Do Harris. Do Harris. Do Harris. Do Harris. That's going right. to be a good sponsor. So it starts off quickly north of the wall. And Faceless Man, would you like to kick it off? Go so ahead, Jackin. We're at the Fists of the First Men, right? And it's dark. Dark AF, okay? You okay. can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like when Rob attacked the Lannister men, and it went to black, and you just hear like battle sounds and stuff. So you're hearing, so you just hear stuff. You're hearing the the White Walkers screaming, right? 
um, great battle sounds <laughs> like like that Brianna Tarth with the right. with the. There you go. There they are. <laughs> Remember the sound effects for the uh, yeah, and then the, brands, the metal the ladles hitting each other. Yep. Those clink, are swords. Clink. Gosh. Well, your your clink clink, bang bang, <laughs> kind of thing. That's um, Would you put your clink clink away? <laughs> and, and then that stops. Okay. And then we see uh, Sam. Okay, so it's a blizzard, right? Super snowy. I'm glad he's alive. He can't see five feet in front of his face, but he's running. So he can find his girlfriend. And he walks up to this cloaked figure that's kind of crouched down ahead of him. And, you know, he says, you know, brother, and I'm, so, I'm, I'm so glad I, I found you. Um, it's a white. No, he. so he walks around it, and it's uh, one of his former brothers, and he's kind of crouched down, and he's holding his head in his lap. And you can see where it was is severed. Whoa! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, He's literally got his head in his hands. <laughs> so uh, a white walks up behind him. Uh, he's got an axe in his hand, uh, and then uh, he is saved by Ghost. Oh, so nice! Ghost uh, runs up and basically tackles him, and then he's like uh, the the white's kind of crawling towards Sam, um, but the ghost is holding his ankle, uh-huh. um, and then. Uh, Mormont walks up and he sets the white on fire and then that uh, basically kills it. Um, nice. Mormont is pissed, right? So he says, did you send the ravens? Right? Because they're out, you know, basically on patrol. Uh, they're searching for shit so they can burn it. Um, you know, and Sam shakes, shakes his head no. And then Mormont shakes his head. He's like, that was your job, your only job. So yeah, he's Sam's sitting there all like, like you stole the last cookie. Ashamed Good. AF. Good. Um, uh, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. It wasn't worth it. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, Mormont, you see, you kind of see the survivors. Um, you know, how many was there before? 400? Yeah. Something like that. So now there's probably, what, 100? Yeah. Uh, maybe half, something like that. So they got decimated, but they were able to survive. Um, Mormont says they need to get back to the wall. Uh, we have to warn them. Um, and then he finishes with, you know, before winter's done, everyone you've ever known will be dead. So that's what they have to warn everybody. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you want to take the wildling, Rodney? All right. Uh, we're still north of the wall, but this time it's with John and the wildlings, and they approach the camp finally. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, there's this huge person walking by. 25 feet tall and Egret uh, I'm sorry what yeah Egret for says, real 25 feet tall yeah Egret says is okay. this the first time you've ever seen a giant so think like an, a man like well you know proportion but like just 25 30 feet tall so like Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen yeah okay uh, but they're a little bit more like um, Neanderthal looking okay. uh, so they're carrying these poles and he just like spikes into the ground and just fists you know just piles you know just punching punching straight to the ground uh-huh. she's like they're real shy if you look at them but if you keep looking they'll spike you into the ground so yeah. he's like oh shit they okay. stop getting shy and they'll get angry yeah um so they walk all through the crowds and they're all just yelling at him crow crow they're you know because he's wearing the black oh okay so they're they know that he's from uh the night's watch they're just yelling at him uh she's letting him know like a lot of these kids don't have like parents to raise them teach them manners because they were killed by crows. That's why they hate you so much. Oh. <clears throat> they get into a tent. Have Jon Snow and Egret 
laid together yet? No, other no. than that night. Just to stay, stay warm, warm, yeah. There's no childlings on the way? No, <laughs> no, okay. childlings. Um, they enter a tent, and there's a red-headed man with a, with a red-head, you know, red beard. Um, he's just eating a chicken, and he's like, what do we want with a baby crow? He's like, uh, I'm sorry, Your Grace, and he kneels down, and, he's, and they all just start laughing, and the guy's like, you see that? You call me your grace. Next time I fart, you all better start saluting. <laughs> he's like, we don't do that here. And then the guy, there's a guy in the background who steps from the shadows. He's like, we don't do that here. And that's really Mance Raider. Yeah. Um, basically tells him, you know, uh, we're, we're free folk here. Um, why do you want to be free? Uh, John explains, you know, they stop that caster's keep. Well, he tries to say, you know, like, um, I, you know, I want to, oh, what does he say exactly? Sorry, I got to remember. I, I want to be free. No, I want to be free. That's right. Um, Craster's like, no, you don't. You want to be a hero, don't you? Mance. He, yeah, Matt says that to him. He's like, you want to be a hero? He's like, no, here's what really, what's going on. <laughs> John, <laughs> uh, John explains that he's, they stopped at Craster's Keep when they're on their way to the north. Yeah. And he saw Craster take the baby boy and leave it in the woods. Um. And he Gave saw it to a White Walker. Yeah, he saw what took it, and they and Mance looks at him. He's like, "You saw one of them." He's like, "Yes." Um, and wow. when I told, <laughs> when I that's told... gonna scare me at some point. <laughs> yeah, I know. when I told the Lord Commander, he already knew. And John goes on like, "For a thousand years, the first men battled the White Walkers and defeated them, and I want to fight for the side of the living." Um, did I come to the right place? And Mance basically tells him. We need to find you new colors. Yeah, we need to find you a new cloak. Okay, so this Mance Raider, Mm -hmm. based on his name and who he's in charge of, I'm... (laughs) It's probably not accurate, but I'm picturing Dustin Hoffman from Hook. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's taller, right? Yeah. But he's got that same kind of nose. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But no, yeah, no... Facial hair, nothing like that. This is a Peter. <laughs> My name's Mount Raider. You want to be a free folk? <laughs> um, yeah, so they basically accept him. The first guy, the redhead guy, um, didn't believe what John part of it, but so his name Ingrid, is uh, Tormund Giant Spain, right? The redheaded, uh, bearded guy. Yeah, Igret said, "Well, this is the guy who killed Corin Halfhand." Uh-huh. <laughs> or corn hash brown yeah <laughs> and um he's like well i've known bigger men who could have you know done this and you're such a small person he's like well you put a heart a sword through anybody's heart they'll go down is so he a, they, is he a big guy uh he towers over john snow but john yeah. snow's small so yeah. uh, tormund gingerbane <laughs> <laughs> yes <Okay>. gingerbane <laughs> ah yes. that's a good one <laughs> And then after he's accepted into the watch, they go. It goes to the king's landing. Okay. So we're with uh, Bronn. Uh, where do you think he would be after the battle? Uh, Bronn. Bronn. Where was he before the battle? He, was he oh, with? he was drinking. With. With uh, the hound. Uh, well, so he had a whore. Oh. Right? So now he's with uh, another whore. So he's with that, that um, other whore. Okay. He's about to undress uh, her climax? with his teeth. Oh, sorry. No, yes. undress her with his teeth. Um, and that's when Podrick walks in. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and Podrick tells him, Tyrion, uh, they need Sir Bronn to visit him. So what does that mean? 
don't Sir know. Braun. Sir Braun. Sir Braun. He's he's in the uh, inner circle. He's so he's a he's knighted. a knight now. Oh, right. So he was captain of the city watch. He was relieved of that, but now nice. he's, he's knight. Um, go to Tyrion's room. Uh, he's got a mirror, right? So he's staring at his face, uh, looking at his which scars. is still scarred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Cersei arrives. Uh, um, you know, she knocks. He's super paranoid. Does um, she have a glass of wine in her hand? Yeah. Does she? I don't recall. I, uh, think so. I think she helps herself to his wine when she gets in. Ah, okay. Um, like I say, he's super paranoid. Uh, he ultimately agree- agrees to let her in, um, but not the guards that are with her. Okay. Um, and she says, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not afraid of you, so that's fine. <laughs> um, she wants to see his face. You know, rumor is he lost his nose, right? That's a book uh, thing. Um, you know, she says, uh, rebels came for Joffrey's head, but they were turned away thanks to father. Um, you know, he tells her it wasn't, uh, a rebel that tried to kill him. Um, and then, you know, he said, basically she's there because she heard that Tyrion is going to meet with Tywin later. Um, Tywin hasn't seen Tyrion since he got to King's Landing. Um, you know, and Tyrion's like, and she's basically wondering, well, why, you know, what, what lies are you going to spread? about me and about Joffrey, you know, there's got to be some reason for you to go to talk to him. And he's like, you know, he hasn't come to see me once. And why do I need a reason to talk to my father? Basically, um, Tyrion, she walks out and then Bronn walks up and there's a, you know, a whole interaction with him and the, the, the guards and they were about to fight, but then, you know, she basically walks away and then they follow her. Um, Tyrion walks away with Bronn and he tells him that I need you to protect me. You know what I mean? That's why I called you. And then Bronn's like, you know, why? You know, I'm, I've grown poor protecting you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a knight now. Um, and if you want me to protect you, you need to double what you're paying me, essentially. And Tyrion's um, like, you don't even know what I pay you now. Yeah. So said, that's how can... I know you can afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we cut to Blackwater Bay. Um, so Davos was blown off of his um, ship. Right. Um, and he's been out in one of these little rock islands ever since. Um, so he wakes up. He's got all these, you know, sun sores on his face. He's really dehydrated. You can see his lips are cracked. Um, he sees a ship, you know, across the way. He flags him down. Um, and when they get there, um, you know, he says, oh, thank you, thank you for, for rescuing me. And the, the guy on the ship is like, you know, hold on, dude. Before we get too far, uh, who do you serve? Right? And then Stannis is like, uh, the once true and king, whatever. Um, and then the guy's like, yeah, but who is that? And he says, Stannis. And then the guy throws him a rope and they bring him on board. Oh. So. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, Salador San's ship, right? So the the smuggler um, that he recruited to be part of uh, Stannis' army. Uh, the oh, black okay. guy, okay. right? The first yeah, yeah. black character in the show. Uh-huh. Um, he explains that he thought Davos was dead. Um, Davos confirms that his son is dead. Um, and you know, Solidar son says, I, I too have lost a son and it's the worst thing in the world. I, I'm, I'm sorry for that. Um, he tells him that Stannis is alive, uh, licking his wounds at Dragonstone. Um, and Davos wants to go to Dragonstone to talk to Stannis and, you know, Solidar, you know, he says, well, I was promised 30 ships and all the riches that I could carry. But we lost, so I got nothing. So this has nothing to do with me. I want nothing to do with Stannis. You know, we're smugglers. You know, I'm a smuggler. You're a pirate. No, I'm a pirate. You're a smuggler. 
you know, that's what we know. So we should go do that. Um, but then, you know, Stannis, you know, is, is persistent and says, look, just drop me off. I need a ride. Davos. Yeah, Davos, Davos sorry. Davos says that I, I, I need to go talk to Stannis. So This was Davos all along? <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Sansa, Cersei, um, you know, and, and part of the thing that uh, Solidor doesn't want to go because they're burning all the infidels, um, the people that spoke out about, against Melisandre, they're burning them. Oh shit! Yeah, so all the the people that were in Stannis's camp are being put to put to the fire. So Davos needs to keep his opinions to himself about Melisandre. Well, yeah, he's just basically a warning. Saying, yeah. Look, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen if you go. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Harrenhal Rodney. Harrenhal Rodney. <laughs> uh, so Harrenhal, it shows Rob and his army arriving um, to Harrenhal where the mountain was prior. Um, they actually enter Harrenhal and find that there's 200 northermen who've been slaughtered like sheep, just bodies, whoa, laid everywhere. Um, Roos, uh. <laughs> Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> uh, Roose Bolton talks to uh, Car Stark that um, he knows he wants revenge and the Kingslayer's uh, captured and he has uh, his best hunters and killers out to get him. Yeah. Um, Rob is walking like in the main courtyard right now where, where most of the bodies are and um, he looks around and he sees the guys eyeballing him because Catelyn is just walking around and she's like, Distraught seeing all these dead people. So she's not arrested anymore. Well, then that he says, find a chamber suitable for a prison for her. Oh. Make sure she goes go there. So they take her away. Um, and as they take her, there's a a, a maester that starts coughing. And he, he's like... Is he a maester? Yeah, he okay. has chains. Um, he looks, I knew he had a robe. He looks he, like he he's on death's door. So... Um, Talisay, you know, says, I have to clean this wound, close it up, and bring him water. Um, and then it ends there and goes right back to King's Landing. And in King's Landing, <laughs> uh, it actually has Tyrion meeting with Tywin. Um, and it's kind of like an awkward moment. He's just sitting there waiting while Tywin's just writing away letters, um, taking care of business, because that's what the guy does. Um, and Tyrion starts asking questions like, so how how was your trip here? You know, just trying to make small camp casual conversation and uh tywin explains you know i have seven kingdoms to look o- i look over three of them are now in open rebellion what do you want uh he's like well a little bit of gratitude would be nice i saved the city while your grandson the king cowered like a fool behind the walls um so that would be great you know i, I was living in a nice room now i'm in this tiny chamber yeah um and tywin explains uh that, you know, we will find something suitable for you for your title. Um, and then Ty- Tyrion actually says, I want what is rightfully mine. The day that Jamie took the cloak, the gold cloak, as a Kingsguard, he gave up his claim to Casterly Rock, which is their home. And that leaves Tyrion the next in line. And he's the rightful heir. And he wants Casterly Rock by birthright. Uh, Tywin says... He will not accommodate this. Um, they'll find something better for Might him. I give you casterly pebble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, casterly sand. <laughs> he says, you know, um, I will not let you bring shame to our family's name and what I've developed for Casterly Rock. Um, 
you are a spiteful little being. You're here to Jesus. test me by the gods um, because I can't prove that you're not my son. You killed your mother coming into the world. Right. Um, and Tyrion, uh, he's just just taking it and then kind of just gets up and walks out. And then Tywin, as he's walking, he's like, next time I catch a whore with you, I will kill her. And he just storms off. And actually goes to, we're still in King's Landing, and it goes to Shay and Sansa talking on the on the dock. They're playing a little game of like, oh, look at this ship. Where is it going? You know, come up with a whole story fantasy. Yeah. She's still in that, you know, fairy tale kind of stuff. And maybe as a coping mechanism, you know, for yeah. all the stuff that's going on. Um, and then good old Littlefinger shows up. Uh, he tells Sansa that uh, he saw her mother not too long ago, and she's very eager to see both of the daughters, Sansa and Arya. Um, he said, uh, well, she asked, like, you said you could take me home. And then he replies, like, but you say King's Landing was your home. Huh. Um, stealing you away would be treason if you were uh, to tell one person that I did that for you. She's like, I won't tell anyone. Lowfinger continues to say... Um, He's working on an assignment that will take him far, far away from the capital. Um, but he can get, like, he may be able to take her with him. Uh-huh. Um, but they will need to, she will need to be ready to move at, like, a moment's notice. Um, while she had her chances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While they're having that interaction, uh, Shay walks away um, and talks to Roz, because she accompanied Littlefinger there. And she's like, Ross lets her know, like, life's been hard for both of us, but look where we are now. And as Littlefinger finishes up his conversation with uh, Sansa, she's like, look out for her. And she's like, I always will. Look out for her with him. And then it cuts to the stuff going on, uh, going on across the Narrow Seas. Okay. So um, they're on a boat. I'm on Who's a boat, on a boat? Man. Daenerys... Uh, Jorah. Yeah, it's dragon time. The Dothraki. Let's go. Um, it's really cool because you see the boat and then the <clears> dragons <throat> are just flying around. They're a little um, bit bigger now. Yeah, they're like nice. human size, about about nice. the size of Daenerys. You That's know my dog Bruce, right? Terrifying. Yeah. So Bruce with wings. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really cool because it shows one of them like diving in the water and then it comes up with a fish. It. You know, throws it in the air, hits it with fire, Dracarys, and, and then it, and eats then, it. Yeah. yeah. Dracarys eats the fish, yeah. Um, you know what's funny is <laughs> Natalia was uh, going through Facebook, and someone was watching the newest episode, and the person said, oh my god, Dracarys looks so awesome. <laughs> so you're not the only you're not one. not the only one. Um, the, you know, in the talk, you learn that they're going to be in Astropor uh, by nightfall. So that's another uh, city in Essos. Um, you know, Jorah says uh, that he's heard the Unsullied are the greatest soldiers in the world. So Unsullied is a group of soldiers that we're going to learn about. Um, and then Daenerys says, you know, well, they're the greatest slave sh- uh, soldiers in the world. Um, and then, you know, it's this funny scene where uh, Jorah is kind of laughing at the Dothraki because they're all, like, seasick and throwing up and stuff like that. And uh-huh. she's like, shut up. They've never been in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then that's oh, it. <laughs> so they're on their way to Astropor. They're on their way to look at the Unsullied. Um, and yeah, the Dothraki aren't having a good time. Uh, Dragonstone, Rodney? <laughs> like all these names I'm getting called. Uh, so Davos gets dropped off at Dragonstone. Um, he walks into the map room with a cool table. 
Oh, badass yeah. table. Badass okay. table. Um, and Stannis says, you know, I heard you were dead. <laughs> uh, Davos <laughs> uh, wants to speak to him alone, but Melisandre is in the room. And she says, we are alone. Or, no, he says that, right? Yeah, Stannis, yeah, Stannis says that. Says that. Uh, Davos tells Stannis that he is the rightful king and there is still a war to be fought. Um, and he confronts, his, he confronts Melisandre, asking her why she's burning these people. Uh, uh, how, and then she says, how else do you deal with infidels? Davos is like, I don't judge people for the gods they worship. Um, if I did, I'd be throwing everyone into the no, sea. He would have thrown her into the sea right. the first time she stepped foot on Dragonstone. Right. Uh, she said she isn't the enemy. She didn't fight uh, fight with him at uh, Blackwater Bay. Um, if she wasn't there, the wildfire would the wildfire. Is she saying the wildfire would have not killed those thousands of men? No, basically she's saying that I you didn't fight me at Blackwater Bay. I wasn't even there when the that killed and burned all those men. Um, and she says that if she was there, she could have saved everybody. Okay. I was confused on that part. Yeah, you would have won, and you and he would already be on the throne. Right. She saw this in the flames. Yeah. But it's your fault that I wasn't there because you told Stannis to leave me behind. Yeah. And at that point, Davos pulls out his knife and tries to kill her, but the guards stop him. Whoa. Um, and he's screaming, like, this woman's evil. She's the mo- mother of demons. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Stannos, 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 Stannos. <laughs> oh man, Stannos, Stannos <laughs> uh, has Davos taken to the dungeons, and then we go back to King's Landing. Uh, so King's Landing, right? So um, Joffrey is being carried around in this little uh, cart, right? It's it's like a, a a wooden cage, like a red red rider wagon, one of those kind of things. Uh no, it's more like a a rickshaw, but no wheels, and it's enclosed. Oh, so they're just carrying. Yeah, so they're okay. you know they're on the shoulders or whatever. Four of them carrying him. Um, he's paranoid, right? Because the last couple times he's been out with the people, he's attacked and almost got killed. Um, Marjorie's in a cart or a I don't want to call it a cart. What is it called? Um, that's probably the closest. A cart. Thing. All right. Yeah. So she's in a cart behind him. And uh, she orders her soldiers to stop, and she walks out, right? And her handmaids are like, no, no, you know, this is a rough part of town. You know, you're, you're going to get in trouble. And Marjorie doesn't care. So she's walking around, and then, you know, ahead of her, this peasant lady dumps uh, sewage, right? Uh, their bathroom. A chamber pot. Yeah. Onto the alley. And then, you know, the, the handmaid's like, oh, you're going to ruin your dress. And then Marjorie's like, uh, I have more. You know, I don't care. So she walks through the shit. And into this uh, building, yeah, which is we find out is an orphanage. Um, she's talking to one of the children in particular. Um, the child says that you know his dad was a soldier and died in Blackwater Bay, um, and never came back. You know, what about your mother? He said, "Well, she died giving birth to me." Um, you know, Marjorie says that uh, the bad man wanted to come to King's Landing, um, and her, the kid's father, uh, stopped them. So she gives uh, like a, a toy knight uh-huh. to the child. And she says, look, when you look at this, I want you to remember your father. Um, and then Marjorie tells the children that under King Joffrey's leadership, your father saved the city. Um, and then her handmaids hand out a bunch of food, uh, a few more toys. Um, and then Marjorie says that from now on, um, they are going to take care of all the children. 
So Marjorie's good people. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. She does a lot for yeah. uh, good. the people. Yeah. Nice. So as Marjorie's leaving out, um, she talks to the Septon. Uh, uh, what, what's her? A common now, a nun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's in charge and says, look, if you need anything uh, to feed, house, or clothe them, come to me. Uh, come to me personally. You know, don't don't trust anybody else. You know, just come ask me. Um, and then we go to a a, a dining room. Uh, you know, lavishly furnished. Um, the Tyrells are there, so it's Marjorie and uh, Sir Loris, and then uh, Joffrey and Cersei walk in. You know, they're talking about oh, you know, the small council and the king's business. At you know, at what point does it become treason to waste my time? Kind of thing, just being a douchebag. Yeah. Um, there's a. So the Tyrells, right, you know, they're seeking power and they're in the process of getting it. So they stay civil this whole time and just praise compliments for both of them and for Cersei. Um, but Cersei, uh, you know, she has all these veiled threats and veiled insults. Okay. Um, but the Tyrells, they never bite. Uh -huh. You know, she says, oh, that's a lovely dress and it's just, you know, scantily clad and this and that. Um, and you know, Marjorie's like, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm good. Cause it's a little cold out. Um, you know, f where we're from the weather, you know, it's much nicer. And, um, you know, fortunately the Tyrell blood runs hot, you know, so I'm fine right now. Um, just a kind of bunch of back and forth like that. Um, the, in the conversation, it comes out that, uh, high garden where they're from, they're supplying, uh, King's Landing with a bunch of food. You know, because they were under siege for a little bit and, you know, had to do their store. So they're they're sending uh, 100 wagons a day in food to, to King's Landing. So, um, And it's just kind of, like I said, more just back and forth of uh, the two. Okay. Uh, we finally get to ask your poor Rodney. <laughs> ask the poor Rodney. Okay. Let's um, ask the poor Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Daenerys' ship lands at Astapor. Uh Daenerys... Daenerys walks with a slave master. Uh, he's speaking Valerian, right? Or something. Another language. Whatever Valerian. they speak in Valerian. I think they're so speaking... High, high Valerian is uh, another language that is spoken somewhere in the world. Oh, I thought it was just type in the of world. steel. It's a type of person. People. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the so Valerian the people okay. made the steel, so it's called mm -hmm. Valerian steel. Okay. Um, so she's walking around, and he has a translator with her. The state, he's doing his best to try to upsell that's unsully. How does he sound? How does his language know. sound? I can't. Nope, that's not even close. I don't even know. I can't even think of it. All right, right well, now. study up for next time. Because, uh... <laughs> um, he advises they are super loyal. Um, they will do whatever you tell them. Uh, they will stand until they drop, basically. No food or water. They'll stay there until they're they're dead. Um, and then she asks, like, tell me about the training. She and So then it goes to him speaking. He's being rude. Real yeah. rude. Like, he's saying these things while the translator is like... So it starts showing subtitles of what he's actually saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, he's saying all these things like, this Westerosi whore, um, you know, Jorah pipes in for a couple things. And then he's like, oh, tell him he smells like piss. Um, but the well, the lady is like, do you really want me to yeah, say that? He's yeah. like, no, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So she's basically being the diplomatic uh, speaker for 
yeah. again while he's just um, insulting them in his own language. He t- he tells them that they train every day with a short sword and spear. Um, one in four slaves survive the rigorous training. Whoa. Yeah. Um, they're they're disciplined uh, and loyal are absolute. Um, they fear nothing. And Jorah says, you know, every man fears death. And the slave um, says they do not fear death. Um, death means nothing to them. Um, the slave master then gives an example. He walks up to an unsullied, pulls out his dagger, cuts the, um, like they're wearing leather, uh-huh. leather uh, wear, and grabs the guy's nipple and just cuts it off. But as he's doing that, you know, Dana's like, stop, we understand. Yeah, there's no need for this yeah. uh, show. And as he does that, the guy doesn't flinch at all. He just cuts it. He's like, there's no need. Men don't need nipples. They don't use them. And he just chucks it on the ground or whatever. And the slave guy, he's like, Was there, will there be anything else? He's like, no. He's like, I am pleased to have served you. Gets back in line. Yeah. What? Yeah. They are <laughs> super disciplined. Um, and he's looking at the slave masters just looking at her. He's like, you know, she's... She's weak, you know. Daenerys is offended by brutality, and so she then asks, like, "How many do you have uh, for sale?" Eight thousand. Um, Eight thousand slaves, unsullied slaves, wow. slave okay. soldiers. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they go into more of the training, like to make them absolute. They put them for into one final test, and the the final night is they give them a silver mark. They go out to the slave area, kill the newborn in front of the mother, and then give the silver Find mark. Find a newborn, kill it in front of the mother. Yeah, and give that silver mark as payment. And she's like, and Daenerys is shocked. She's like, so you pay a silver coin for a death of an infant? And he's like, no, 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 no. We pay the owner of that slave the silver mark. Yeah, so. Uh, These guys are hardcore. Yeah, this guy, he's like, well, you better make your decision pretty quick because... Um, there's plenty of people who yeah, want these there's guys. there's such high demand, you know, they might be sold before you decide. Yeah. And so... Was his name Sully? Does he speak with a Boston accent? <laughs> no. He doesn't. Yes, he does. Do we get a name? I don't no, he's just name. Slave Master, I believe. Yeah. That's all they uh, describe him as. Right. Um, so he walks away. Uh, Jorah and Daenerys are talking, you know. He basically tells her, like, they'll have a better life with you than some other guy who will mutilate them. So she's starting to contemplate, yeah, we'll, we'll buy them. Um, so they walk actually back to the pier where people are around. And she's while they're having this discussion, there's this little girl like playing with a, like a wooden ball. Um, and Daenerys is just following her, you know, laughing. They're laughing at each other. And they're like kind of like 15 feet apart. And there's um, a shot of a guy wearing like a hood. He walking, he's walking behind her. And the little girl rolls the ball at her. And she picks it up and looks at it, and the guy in the hood slaps it out of her hand. And so Jorah, like, grabs yeah. him real quick. And then Daenerys is actually on the ground, and you see the ball split open. And this, like, almost like a scorpion yeah. thing look, opens and comes out. It starts running towards her. And then this dagger just stabs her right in the middle. And it was the cloaked figure that yeah. did that. And the little girl turns around and runs off the pier and jumps. She's got this, like, black no. teeth. Yeah. And like hisses, like, and then runs off. Yeah, jumps off the pier, and the guy in the the uh, hooded figure, he goes, and there's not even a ripple of yeah. water. And then he turns around, and she's standing on top of a a building, just looking at him, and then turns around and fades away. And 
Daenerys is like the warlocks. And uh, yeah, what the warlocks the, from the House yeah, of the Undying? Still hunting her. Yeah. Oh, so that little girl is from the House of the Undying. Yeah. So um, she's I mean, probably, they make probably not yeah. a yeah. probably yeah. not yeah. a little girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So then the guy un- undoes his hood, and Should Jorah is kind of like, yeah, take a guess. guess who you think it is. It's an old man, uh, beard, white hair. Uh, that describes. I'd give you like half the hundred points if you guess it. Is it a character I know? Yeah. Oh, it is. Huh? Um, it is. I have no idea. <laughs> I could even now. I could carve you all like a cake. Oh, um, the former king's guard. I don't remember his name. Yeah, so Jorah looks at him and is like, that's Barristan Selmy. He is one of the greatest fighters of all times. And the former... Well, no, and, and he is captain oh. of the King's Guard to King Robert. Correct. And then oh, because he... they don't know. Yeah. He oh. goes on explaining, you know, King Robert is dead, you know. I served as commander for your father. Um, I let him down. You yell at me to kill. <laughs> and he's like, I, I would like to be part of your Queen's Guard, and I swear to you, I will not... Uh, let you down. Whoa! Yeah, so he's basically asking for forgiveness and wants to. Jorah is almost in like star shocked. He's like, "Oh my god, that's Barristan Selmy!" Wow. Yeah, pretty interesting. And that's where it ends. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Daenerys is uh, really adding some some talent to to her to her crew with eight hundred slave soldiers. Eight thousand. 8,000? Yeah. 8,000. I probably heard that the first time. And just... <laughs> um, holy shit. Cool. All right. So is this the part where I have to guess what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking by Tyrion killing Tywin. I okay. think that's the only way that he gets anywhere in life at this point is Tywin's got to go. Okay. Um, is Daenerys going to buy the Unsullied? Yes. Okay. Yes, he, she's going to buy Sully and the whole crew. How is she going to buy that and Sully? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I think she has one ship, right? Yeah. The one ship that she was able to buy with all the gold she scrounged up. Oh, they only got one ship? So she doesn't have much. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, is she going to have to give one dragon away? Is that a guess? Uh, nah, she doesn't want to part with her dragons. She'll figure it out, though. Okay. They'll figure it out. Cool. Um, little disappointed that we didn't get anything from Arya in this one. Oh, yeah. Well, not much on Arya. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Not, nothing not, at all. That's all right. not, not much. That's okay. Nothing. That's the way the story goes. Yeah. Um, you get some, you don't get some. I don't care at all about Stannis and Davos and Melisandre. Yeah. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. That's fine. That's. Yeah, I don't care. Let's just skip those parts. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I am hitting the proverbial fast-forward button. Um, so we're at Dragon's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Out of Loop podcast. Please email us any suggestions, ideas, comments to ootlpod at gmail.com. We are not on Twitter because, again. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> we are the, the official podcast of Fuck Twitter. That's what we are. <laughs> Unless they unlock our our Twitter, but you know what? Maybe I'll start a new one. 
a third Twitter for for our show, and the handle will be at fuck Twitter. <laughs> that won't get taken down for sure. Maybe, probably. Oh, we are on Instagram. OOTL pod yes, at OOTL pod. You can see a picture of Helmet's helmet. Yeah, I, I don't remember what I called you to start the the last episode, but I know it rhymed. Oh so yeah, it was good. Um, we'll oh, we got a out. faceless man in the house. We will be having. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound of Shane's eyebrows and mustache moving up and down. We do a small well, video. The artist, the artist formerly known as Shane. There you <laughs> go. Um, yeah. What what do we have next? Next time. Dark wings. Dark words. Ooh. Next time on Out of the Loop Podcast, it's Darkwing Duck. (laughs) (laughs) But until then, thank you for listening again, and winter is coming.